Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Let's get this show on the road. You will listen now. You ready? Gentlemen, start your engines. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny. On WHIO. to be here at the Krusty Cantina. We got a real special show for y'all tonight featuring my new best pal, this guy. He's an idiot. Everyone thinks I'm a dummy, but I don't care if they say that. They're this dumb and crusty and poo-poo. Somebody beat that kid. Oh, my God. It is the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 9. Unless UD basketball is on, like last night, we get preempted. Same with Monday nights. But usually we are here, 6.30 to 9. It's live local talk for you, the Miami Valley. Uh, My podcast is available at whio.com forward slash edge. I'm on social media, Todd WHIO. And you can email me at eveningedgetodd at gmail.com. Make a note. This is is kind of exciting. This will be an experiment. Uh, This coming Monday, of course, is Martin Luther King Day. And uh, Miami Valley's morning news is taking the day off. So, there will be a special edition of the Evening Edge (laughs) from 6 until 9, Monday morning. I don't know what's going to happen at 5. Do we have any idea what's going on at 5 o'clock from 5 to 6? Usually, uh, Miami Valley's morning news is on. But I I don't know. Maybe there'll be an extra hour of coast to coast. I hope they don't expect me to come in at 5 (laughs) a.m. But we will see what happened. But that's uh, that's Monday morning. Then tomorrow night on the show, this is fun. Jason and I are going to go uh, put our DJ hats on, and we are going to uh, – are you working tomorrow night, Jason? Uh, uh, yeah, last time I looked. Yeah, well, we're going to be DJing tomorrow night. Okay. It's going to be songs about girls. Ooh, I can think of a few of those. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it might yeah. be fun. Instead of just taking normal requests, let's do a show about uh, songs about girls. Okay. And then maybe at some point we'll do a song about places. Okay. There aren't a lot of songs about guys. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Dude Looks Like a Lady, yeah. which is kind of a gray area. Kind of, kind of, a, kind of, kind of sexist, but you're yeah, right. But yeah, but that's just the way it is. It's just yeah. the way it is. Not yeah. too many uh, female artists are usually writing songs about dudes. Yeah. At least not by name. Yeah. Bob was a good guy. (laughs) I loved him. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen. But anyways, that's happening tomorrow night beginning at 6.30. And I was thinking, you know, uh, a good uh, song to use on Monday, if if nothing else is bumper music, uh, you remember uh, Dion's Abraham, Martin, and John. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. That would be a, a good way to get things rolling sure. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we got headlines. Extra, Start extra, the show off here. So what is this big, big news? I, the I got news for you guys. Headlines. Great news. Here are some headlines. I know every Valentine's Day, and we're just looking like, what, a month away? Yeah, a month from today, in fact. Uh, White Castle is changing their Valentine's Day dinner promotion this year because of the coronavirus. In past years, couples enjoyed a fine dining experience at White Castle that included their sliders, tablecloths on tables, fine china, and real utensils. Uh, This year, the restaurant is going to offer a car hop service and will direct lovers to a parking space before bringing them a special Valentine's Day meal. I bring this up because 
years and years ago when I was doing a, a morning show at another radio station that no longer exists in this town, my uh, first wife and I had a mock wedding at White Castle. And it's, it's just kind of a funny story. So we had set up this whole deal at Valentine's Day at the White Castle in Kettering, which, of course, is no longer there. It's now, I believe, a Sonic. And we had two couples who were going to come in and get married. That morning, like five minutes until 6 o'clock when the show was supposed to start, they bailed. They completely bailed. But we had a whole show to fill. And we had people from the White Castle corporate office there. We had media there. This was one of those crazy things radio stations used to do that used to get on TV all the time. So I called my then ex-wife, who was in bed sleeping at her house, and I said, put on a dress and get your butt down here to White Castle. <laughs> and, uh, and we got married at White Castle. I mean, quote unquote, got married. The following week, we actually got married. And that didn't work out very well. So there you go. There's a <laughs> there's there's a little uh, hint for you. Don't get married at White Castle. Uh, two Bo two Mobile, Alabama men were recently robbed by their internet dates. The two men and two women agreed to meet at the Regen Regency Motel for a hookup. You you can't beat a motel for a hookup. Let me just tell you. Uh, the men rented a room and were stunned when two other men burst in, tied them up, and robbed them at gunpoint. The two robbers and two women took off in one of the victim's cars. I've heard of this happening before. But you know, if you're meeting a stranger at a motel, there's a better than 50-50% chance that it's not going to turn out well, one way or another. But I'm wondering if anybody out there has any uh, hookup horror stories like that. I sort of, uh, I missed that whole thing, like with the Tinder. I, I, was, I was already uh, engaged and, uh, and married when Tinder came out. So I, I, never, I never used that. And I know some people who have used Tinder. And it's a little scary. Because you just never know who, you, who you're going to hook up with. I knew a girl who actually drove to Pennsylvania to meet some guy she met on Tinder. I'm like, are you crazy? Are you just nuts? Unbelievable. But if you do happen to have one of those hookup horror stories, I'd love to hear it. 457-1290. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland is going to reopen Monday, January 18th. The hall has been closed due to the coronavirus. You have to buy tickets, though, in advance. You can go to rockhall.com for more details. That's a cool place if you've never been there and you like rock and roll, you might want to check it out. My son and I went up there many years ago and were there when Metallica was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And they actually had the ceremony that year in Cleveland, just down the road from the hall. And it was interesting because when we were there that weekend, we saw a number of rock stars sort of milling about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was just kind of cool to see. Uh, Tom Cruise has reportedly purchased two coronavirus robots for the set of Mission Impossible 7. Huh? Yeah, you heard that right. The robots patrol the set and make sure people are adhering to COVID-19 protocols. Uh, they can also test staff members for the coronavirus. A source tells uh, a newspaper in London Tom is so serious about making the sh making sure the shoot isn't shut down. The robots are really sophisticated and rather intimidating. It's like the Terminator, only not as violent. Oh, we have naked in the news. First, we both get naked. Let's get naked. Why are you naked? I didn't know you were naked. He saw me naked. I think we should get naked. Be naked. I am naked. West Valley City, Utah police recently arrested a man... Sorry, I just had a cough. Arrested a man by the name of Elvis Sabanagic. Is that right? Sabanagic? For skateboarding naked. Uh, the 29-year-old man stripped down in public and went skateboarding on city sidewalks. He was charged with drug possession. And Elvis gave no reason as to why he was naked. But my question is, if he was naked, where was he hiding the drugs? 
I don't think I want to know that. Do you? I don't. Uh, the New York Post says Alexa saved the life of a Londoner by the name of Dante McNulty. He fell down the stairs and crushed his legs. The 40-year-old bodybuilder was taking his dog out for a walk in the middle of the night when he lost his balance. He passed out from the fall. When Dante woke up, he couldn't feel his legs, so he yelled out to the Amazon device for help. Alexa called his friend, who, and then, who in turn called first responders. And surgeons operated and were able to uh, save his life. I Can Alexa call 911? I'm afraid to ask because I don't want her to call 911. I don't know if you could just say, hey, Alexa, can you call? I, I don't want to say it because anybody who might be listening right now on their Alexa, you know, might get a visit from the cops or the fire department. But I don't know if you can do that. That would be kind of a, a cool feature if you could. A Las Vegas woman has spent $30,000 on plastic surgeries in order to get more matches on Tinder. Well, we just mentioned Tinder. Amanda Martin divorced her husband when she was 23. She hired a personal trainer, dropped 70 pounds, and then got 32 triple D breast implants. She also had a fat, fat transfer. <laughs> what is a fat transfer? Uh, she also had a butt implant surgery and liposuction. She now earns $1.5 million a year on something called OnlyFans. I have no idea what OnlyFans is. Kevin, do you know what OnlyFans is? You do? Is it like porn? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, she says she hopes to find her soulmate. Well, good luck with that. A uh, South Carolina woman is suing Wednesday, Wendy's because they served her a drink that contained bugs. Uh, the woman's name, Linda Suber, got sick after downing the bug. She suffered physical pain and mental anguish and is seeking $74,000 in cash. The lawsuit, well, I don't know if it's in cash. It's just seventy-four dollars The lawsuit does not specify what bugs were in the drink or what drink. Was it like a Diet Coke or a Frosty? I mean, some bugs you can eat. It's not really a problem. You sh I don't think you'd want to. You know. But uh, you can eat them. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, it's being reported that Katie Couric, Mayim Bialik, and Aaron Rodgers are going to guest host Jeopardy in the coming weeks. I watched Ken Jennings last night on uh, Jeopardy because I didn't have the show and I was able to watch because usually Jeopardy's on when I'm on. And I thought he did a pretty good job. Now, this is the guy that uh, was on for like 30-some weeks or whatever it was. He's like the, the top winner of all time. But he seems like a real decent guy and did a good job, I thought. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how these other three, Aaron Rodgers... NFL quarterback. That'll be interesting to see what happens. And on this date, I think I... Did I download the song? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, good. This is fun. On this date, 1972, Sanford and Son debuted on NBC. That was always a fun show. Red Fox was crazy. Just crazy. And if you find... Uh, on YouTube, you can see some of his old stand-up. But he was just something else. Anyway, those are your headlines. This is the Sunday Edge. Coming up, uh, why people on my Facebook page are very, very upset with me right now. <laughs> also, uh, do you have a trouble remembering your passwords? Well, I've got a story about passwords that will probably make you cry. That's all coming up here on the Evening Edge. I enjoy your program. I'm the only person I listen to on this channel. More of the Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. And I'm getting really sick of guys named Todd. You know, yeah, it's just a goofy, it's a goofy name, okay? Hi, what's your name? Todd. I'm Todd. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO.
Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 9. Get the podcast version of this show, commercial free, at whio.com forward slash edge and many other podcast platforms. Jason, got a question for you. Okay, I know that uh, you follow me on uh, Facebook. Yes, I do. I follow you. Ah, yes. And uh, of all of the uh, the videos that I have posted over the last two days with this crazy, amazing Reface app, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. If you uh, if you haven't heard of this app and you're on social media, I'm telling you, it will make your day. It might make your year. Uh, this video takes a picture of you. You just kind of put the phone up to your face it takes a, a picture of your 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 noggin and it puts it on the face of stars celebrities in these little movie clips okay and it is the most fun <laughs> i think i've had in months and months and months i went through a few nights ago uh cuz i you know i didn't have a show sure i didn't have to do a show last night so all day yesterday uh, and the night before, I'm going through with this picture, and I'm finding all these video clips that I can put my face on. <laughs> so far, this is this is uh, this is awesome. Uh, and you'd have you've got to go to my Facebook page to to see this. Just look for Todd Holst or W H I O Todd or whatever. Uh, one is Drew Carey or Jim Carey rather. One as a guy singing. Here you got to listen. A yodeler. And he's, it's awesome. And it looks like me, like I'm there yodeling. Uh, there's one uh, with um, Chuck Norris doing like karate chops and beating people up. It's awesome. And then, uh, and but then the one I, I did last night, which got a lot of reaction, was me as Marilyn Monroe. Now, you've seen all these because you right. commented on one. Yes, I did yes, Justin I did. Bieber. I did uh, Vin Diesel. I just did one earlier today, um, Kate Winslet in Titanic, uh-huh. where I was Kate Winslet. And, 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 my, and my funny joke there, ha, 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 yes. was with a mug like that, Jack would have let Rose drown. Oh. <laughs> but it's Rose with the mustache. It's me. Yes. And uh, and then I just did one of um, Al Pacino and Scarface. So are are you interested in doing any of these? Because I there's a there's some that I saw where you can do two faces. Oh boy! And I thought you <laughs> and I could do like a, a little buddy thing, like a, a like a I don't know, like a duo. Oh, okay. Would you be open to that? Oh uh, sure. All right. Well, uh, before the end of the show, I will get a picture of you. Okay. And uh, we'll try to put together a little fun video. All right. That sounds like a good idea. All right. Coming up, uh, do you have trouble remembering your passwords? There is a story floating around today uh, about a guy who forgot his password uh, to his Bitcoin account. And this is pretty traumatic, but we're going to talk about it coming up. HIO is such a big footprint in the area, and it's really nice to hear local radio. And you do a great job on this show. More of the Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Make way. Here he comes. Ring bells, bang the drum. Are you gonna love this guy? It's showtime. Oh, it's time. He's too fantastic. Let's rock this joint. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny. On WHIO. It is the Evening Edge. Monday through Friday from 6.30 until 9.00. Live local talk for the Miami Valley. You can get the podcast at whio.com forward slash edge. And you can follow me on social media at Todd WHIO. Just fair warning, we are monitoring a speech that President-elect Joe Biden is supposed to be giving here shortly about uh, a coronavirus uh, package, stimulus, what is expected after he takes office. And we will be carrying that speech live. So at any moment, 
we could be breaking in with breaking news here on WHIO. Uh, do you have a problem remembering passwords? It drives me nuts. I I absolutely hate it. And I, and I haven't figured out, and I know that there are programs, uh, you know, apps, software, whatever, that will c- keep track of all of this. But I still, I forget, I forget what they are. Because you know, you know, they're not all supposed to be the same. They say for security reasons, you should vary your passwords. I hate doing that, but I, I try to do it because I don't want people breaking into my stuff. You know, when you're a, a radio personality or anybody in the media or in the public or whatever, there are people out there that would love to get into your uh, account and wreck all kinds of crazy havoc. So you got to be on uh, your toes and you you really should keep multiple passwords. But I know it's a pain in the butt. But I saw this story today and I just can't imagine. I remember being really frustrated once with uh, a password when my kid was in school and I had to put money in his lunch account. And I had forgotten to do it the Sunday before he went back to class on Monday And I get a message that says, there's no money in your child's account for lunch. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot to do that. I couldn't remember the password. And, I mean, it took me like 30 minutes (laughs) to figure out what to do. And I absolutely hated it. But that was just for like a $20 deposit. Not a big deal. But, you know, the kid probably, I can't remember if he ate lunch that day or if somebody you know, uh, took pity on him or whatever, but uh, but you get through that. Well, this story is crazy. A San Francisco man who says he can't remember the password to unlock his $220 million Bitcoin fortune says he's made peace with the reality he may never gain access. Uh, I saw this in the New York Times. Stephen Thomas went viral after he revealed to the world his unsettling dilemma. The password to unlock his Bitcoin fortune is locked in a hard drive that gives users 10 attempts before wiping clean the hard drive. And I think I think Apple iPhones are that way. Maybe Android phones are the same way, but there's something on an iPhone that I think if you, uh, you I think you could set it up so if you, if somebody steals it and they try to get in, they've got only so many attempts and then the phone just gets wiped clean. But that, you know, you could go get a new cell phone and all that stuff is is backed up, right? But apparently not the Bitcoin. Uh, and I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I've tried to understand it. I don't get it. It's It's just way over my head. It sounds like hocus pocus to me. Uh, Thomas says, surprisingly, he's been locked out of the account for the past nine years. Can you imagine that? Uh, He adds, there were uh, sort of a couple weeks where he was just desperate. I don't have any words, uh, other words to describe it, he says. He recalls how he felt when he first learned he couldn't find his password in 2012. You sort of question your own self-worth. What kind of person loses something that important? Well, I would agree. You would think somewhere you would write it down, maybe in a safe deposit box. If it's going to be that important, write the password down that you're not going to change and put it somewhere safe, like in a safe. Uh, He says it was actually a really big milestone in my life where, like, I sort of realized how I was going to define my self-worth going forward And it wasn't going to be about how much money I had in my bank account. Well, that's noble. I understand that. But come on, $220 million? Are you just going to turn your your back on that and say, oh, I've made peace with it. I've lost $220 million. I'm fine. It's all good. Uh, After the New York Times profile ran, hundreds of people around the world reached out to him with advice some serious, others silly. Uh, one person suggested, have you tried the word password? 
That's like one of the most common passwords is password. Uh, some people recommend using various mediums, uh, psychics, prophets that I could talk to. Some people are suggesting uh, nootropic memory enhancing drugs. I have no idea what that is. Some sort of drug that helps you remember stuff. I mean, I think I've got five or six passwords and some of them are identical, you know, but uh, I don't have anything that valuable. $220 million. That is just crazy. Uh, Thomas said he decided to share his story in hopes it prevents others from making the same mistake he did. He said if you get a digital wallet, make sure you have a plan to secure and remember your password. I'm sure there are people out there listening right now, maybe listening on their computer, somewhere on their desk, they have a list of passwords. Just a ton of them. And uh, I don't know if what people use for, uh, for storage of that sort of thing. Like, I'm on Google. I use Google Chrome, and I know a lot of people don't like Google Chrome. Is there some sort of password vault that's out there? I, I'm just not really a computer guy. So if you know of something like that, by all means, give us a call. But, I mean, what's what's the scariest instance where you've lost your password? I remember a few times just being absent-minded and not remembering my PIN on my debit card. Like, it had been so long where I, since I had to put in my PIN, and this was years ago. I went to the ATM, and I, I never went to the ATM, but for whatever reason, I went to the ATM, and I couldn't rem I couldn't remember my PIN. And it kept my card. So, I don't know, 457-1290. Any, uh, any update or any word on this uh, Biden speech? Anyone? Anyone? No? Nothing? Okay. Uh, new survey by Subway. I haven't been to Subway in a long time. Reveals that 24% of people would dump someone because of their eating habits. Really? It says 53% of vegans only date other vegans. Hmm. 39% uh, of meat eaters would think twice about dating a vegan or vegetarian. Now, see, that's, that is odd to me. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm not offended if people want to be vegans. I'm a meat eater. You want to be a vegan or a vegetarian? I, well, I don't care. How does that affect me? But I do understand where somebody could be a vegan and be offended or uh, irritated by a meat eater. So I could see it working that way. But I, are there meat eaters who would really be that offended by vegetarians or vegans? It's your choice, right? 42% uh, of meat eaters have dumped a partner because they were vegan. Well, that's just silly. That's silly. You don't think so? Kevin, my producer, would you dump, would you dump, and I know you're married, would you dump somebody if they were a vegan? Like if you started dating them and then after, you know, week three, they say, by the way, I just eat sticks. I mean, what would you do? Would you really break up with them? How annoying are they? Like, are they pushing it in my face? Well, I, I, well that, now look, that's a different, that's a different aspect if they're pushy and annoying about it but most vegans are well many vegans are not Ma all okay M many i'll say many instead of most but they're both m words <laughs> but i mean you would real i guess if they were annoying you with it and bugging you about it then sure most definitely but you're just but see here's the thing they would probably annoy you and bug you about other stuff wouldn't just be what you're eating Probably, because if they're trying to control what's going in your mouth and what's nourishing you, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna control many aspects of your life. Or yeah. try to. Why are you drinking that beer? Mm -hmm. Why are you wearing those jeans? Yep. Why are you cutting your hair like that? By the way, nice mohawk. Yes. But uh, but I can, I could see it working that way, where a vegan would would maybe dump some. I but I guess I guess you're right. If they are uh, annoying about it, sure. 
Uh, it says 33% of people would try switching to a plant-based diet for a loved one. Really? Would you give up meat if your significant other or the person you were dating wanted you to give it up? Like, what are you willing to sacrifice for love? Would you do anything for love and not just that, to quote Meatloaf? Which, by the way, Meatloaf. Hey, Tom, where you been? You're my best friend, and I need you. Don't leave me now. Don't be like everybody else. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, finally, (laughs) Monday through Friday. 6.30 to 9, it's live local talk for the Miami Valley. You can get the podcast version of the show at whio.com forward slash edge. Bit of a break there. President-elect Joe Biden talking about the coronavirus stimulus package. And we had some uh, commercials we had to clear out. Uh, But we're here until 9 o'clock tonight, so we've got more show coming up next hour. But uh, Kevin, my producer, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, For as long as I've known you, which now we're going almost on, uh, I think, just about two years, right? Yes. Uh, You've had a beard, (laughs) right? Yeah. I have. Yeah. Have you heard of the monkey tail beard? The monkey tail beard. This is a a trend, and uh, Michelle, one of our listeners, sent me uh, a link to this story. And I've I'd not heard about this, but there's a ton of pictures with guys with what they call a monkey tail beard. By the way, you can e- email me at eveningedgetod at gmail.com. So basically... Sounds like a rat tail for your face. Take. Uh, not, not too... Uh, you're not too wrong about that. <laughs> this is basically... Think of it this way. It's a strip of hair that comes down one sideburn along the ridge of your chin over your chin and around the corner of your mouth and then back over to the other side, but not connecting like you would a goatee. So basically it looks like a, like a fish hook, but they call it a monkey tail. And apparently this is a thing. I feel like if they came out with a live action Jetsons, that would be, <laughs> be it. That would be like Mr. Spacely would have yeah. a monkey tail. This is how low we have fallen during this pandemic. It's terrible. It's, in, it's insane. Uh, but you can see pictures of the monkey tail beard. What would it take for me to get you to do a monkey tail beard? It'd take a lot. A lot? Like money-wise? Uh, how about uh, food coupons? What it would, would it take? It would, it would take less than 25 crashes into buildings <laughs> in one year in Dayton. <laughs> And it would never happen. Yeah, that would never happen. Would never that would happen. never happen. All right. Well, we'll have to find somebody else to try on the monkey tail beard. We enjoy listening to you. You're uh, funny. We enjoy it a lot. We look forward to it. More of the Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. He's so talented, don't you think? I just love him. He's so sexy. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to listen to him over the radio. Get those words out one at a time so I can understand it, will you? It was on the radio. That's the guy. That's the hero. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Okay, so what impresses me? Personally, I Mm. love funny guys. If you can make me laugh, then... Nothing else matters. A funny guy is a very attractive guy. It is the Evening Edge. Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 9. Tomorrow night on the show, we have a uh, one of our special music nights. Jason and I are going to be donning our DJ caps and spinning the hits. Tomorrow night, I thought this would be fun. Songs about girls. So be thinking about that. If you have a favorite song about a girl, 
you know, a girl's name in the title. Uh, we want to play it tomorrow night. Just thought it might be fun. It's a Friday night. People are looking to chill and relax, have a little bit of fun. We'll make it sort of like a dance party, if you will. But that's happening tomorrow night, beginning around 6.30. You can get the podcast version of this show at whio.com forward slash edge. And you can follow me on social media at Todd WHIO. Uh, we've talked about Las Vegas a few times on the show, and I have never, I've never been to Las Vegas other than driving through. Uh, it was many, many, many years ago. I was driving out to Arizona with a friend of mine who was Mormon, so we certainly was not, we were not stopping in Las Vegas <laughs> except for gas, and that was it. Uh, but uh, I've never been to Vegas. But back in the day, everybody knows of Siegfried and Roy, those two uh, those two performers who uh, did big shows, magic shows with their tigers, their Bengal tigers. Well, I don't know if you heard, but Siegfried died last night. Uh, the surviving member of the magic duo of Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy, who entertained millions with illusions using rare animals, died in Las Vegas. At the age of 81. And I had totally forgotten, and I can't believe this, because his uh, his business and show partner, Roy Horn, died last year from complications from COVID. And he was 75, and I totally had forgotten about that. Uh, the duo astonished millions with their extraordinary magic tricks until Horn was critically injured in 2003. Boy, I remember that. That was a huge deal uh, when one of the Tigers turned on him. And in a statement at the time of Horn's death, uh, Siegfried said, From the moment we met, I knew Roy and I together would change the world. There would be no Siegfried without Roy and no Roy without Siegfried. I never got to see them. And I'm curious if anybody listening right now ever got to see one of their shows. I've never met anyone who saw Siegfried and Roy. And I'm just curious about that uh, about that show. I mean, I've seen clips of it. And there are some clips on YouTube. But I'm just I'm just wondering like, you know, how over the top or sensational it was to see them in Vegas. Uh, I guess they played in Vegas from the uh starting let's see, they became headliners at the Stardust in 1978, and they did uh, six shows a week, 44 weeks per year. Uh, then they did another show uh, starting in 1981 at the Frontier. They signed lifetime contracts at the Mirage in 2001, and they performed about 5,000 shows to 10 million fans since 1990 and they've grossed uh, their show grossed over a billion dollars holy cow but i'm just curious if you've ever, curious if anybody's ever seen them uh, or saw them perform i'd love to get a uh, an uh, your take on that um at some point they've got to make a movie right they got to make a movie of siegfried and roy now i remember a couple years ago and i believe it was a netflix original Behind the Candelabra. Do you remember that movie? About Liberace. And I thought when I first heard that uh, Michael Douglas was going to play Liberace, I thought that was the strangest casting choice. But I have to tell you, if you've not seen it, it's still on there. Michael Douglas knocks it out of the park as Liberace. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. And then Matt Damon plays his, uh, his lover. Yeah. I think his name was Scott or Scotty or something in the movie. But it, that was a really interesting movie. And I, I Liberace was like a little before my time. I mean, I, I knew of him. And I only saw him on, you know, like uh, different TV talk shows. But I, I never, uh, I never really listened to his music, or I know he had a TV show at one time. 
think he had a variety show that he would he would perform. But I'm just wondering who would play Siegfried and Roy. Who could they get? I think that would be an interesting, <laughs> interesting movie. Sort of behind the scenes. Kevin, you have uh, you have an input on this? Willem Dafoe and Jim Carrey. Willem Dafoe and Jim Carrey. That's pretty good. I mean, I think William Dafoe is a really good choice. Jim Carrey, maybe, maybe not. But I think William Dafoe is a really good choice. Who else could it? I mean, I, I'm trying to think of who else it would be. You want to do it when they're young. So, I don't know, William Dafoe might be a little too old. And I don't like it when they have one actor play like the, a character when they're younger and then it changes and then they get older and it's another actor. I, some shows do that. That show on uh, Netflix about the uh, the crown, the, the, the Queen Elizabeth. They do that. It's like the first year or two was one person and then the next year the queen was some other actress and then it's going to be somebody else, I think. I don't like it when they do that. It just seems it's like totally different. The acting styles are different. They look differently. But I'm just curious who would play uh, Siegfried and Roy in the uh, made-for-TV slash Netflix movie. If you have any suggestions on that, 457-1290. Uh, we have a, uh, a jerk alert we have to talk about, and uh, unfortunately, yours truly is the jerk. If we could play the open. Well, the play the open's not working. There you go. I am the jerk. There you go. At some point it'll probably play right in the middle of my my bit here. But uh I uh, I was coming into work today and I was going through a Dunkin' to get uh coffee, iced coffee. And I hate it when I do this. I stumbled into one of those pay it forward moments where the people in front of you pay for your coffee. I absolutely hate that. Now, I, I tell my wife this, and she's like, you really are becoming a curmudgeon. You're just, you're becoming an old guy. Why are you, why do you complain about this? It's a good thing. And I'm like, it, I get it on, on, on its face. It's a good thing. But here's the problem that I have is that when you get into one of those situations, it is a lot of peer pressure to pay for the person behind you. Because the, the person at the cashier's window looks at you and says, oh, the person in front of you paid for you. So naturally, they're expecting you to say, oh, well, I'll go ahead and take care of the person behind me. You feel obligated to do that, don't you? Are you really doing it out of the goodness of your heart? You're doing it because you feel pressure. And if you break the chain, you're going to hell. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're going to hell. But I will say that there's a lot of pressure to do that. And here's the other thing. What if, what if, the, and we had this conversation. It happened. I called my wife. I said, this is what happened. And she's, that's when she's telling me you're becoming a curmudgeon and old man. Get off my lawn, that kind of thing. I said, well, what happens if, let's just say, okay, the person behind me, and, it, and maybe it wouldn't necessarily happen in the afternoon, but you never know it could. What if the person behind me is buying coffee for a bunch of people? What if there's a minivan behind me and there's like five people inside and they all want a large iced coffee or a hot coffee? And, and I could say, oh, well, I'll pay for the people behind me. And they go, oh, well, it's 28 bucks. Well, I'm not going to pay 28 bucks for your coffee or your friend's coffee or your kid's coffee. But how much of a cheapskate are you? If you say, well, what I'm really I'm willing to pay for their coffee. Oh, the bill's $28. You go, oh, well, I'll put $5 towards it. <laughs> I mean, really, would you do that? And then now you're a cheapskate, right? So why even do it? 
I say take advantage of it. Take advantage of it and let the person in front of you be the hero. They bought your coffee. Now, if you want to start that yourself, I think that's great. Like if you get to the if you get to the window and nobody has bought your coffee and you see behind you, and I've done that before. There's been a few times when there's been uh, police officers. I remember one time at McDonald's in Beaver Creek. There was a Beaver Creek cop behind me at the drive-thru, and I bought his, I, whatever it was I bought. And it was only like five or six bucks. But I thought, well, there's a man in blue. I'm going to take care of him. Thank you for your service. I've done that before. I've done that for people that I know. Every once in a while in Beaver Creek, because I grew up there, There'll be somebody that pulls behind me that I know. I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. That's Kim. So I'll buy her food or her drink or whatever it is, and she doesn't know it's me. And then a week or so later, I go, hey, how'd you like that free coffee? Or how'd you like that free? And she's like, what are you talking about? So I bought it for you. She goes, oh, was that you? I'm like, yeah. Isn't that sweet? But I'm not going to buy a minivan full of kids and coffee. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, maybe I am a bit of a jerk for that. (laughs) Am I? I don't know. So what do you do when you get up to the window and somebody has said, oh, we're paying it forward today? Do you go with the flow and just pay it or or do you take advantage of it and get your free coffee and drive away? We think you're awesome. My husband and I listen to you. Get the biggest laugh. Thank you so much. More of The Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. Todd, would you get off your butt and help me? It's The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on The Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 9.00. Get the podcast at whio.com forward slash edge. You can email me at eveningedgetodd at gmail.com and follow me on social media, Todd, WHIO. Jason, are you down there? Uh, yeah, I am. So um, when you, let me ask you this question. Sure. We're just talking about uh, paying it forward at drive throughs Yeah. When you are, when you are at a drive through and, and you find yourself in a pay it forward Situation don't don't you feel a little pressure to uh, to pay for the person behind you? Uh, once in a while, although I got to tell you, I you were talking about the the dilemma that uh, you were afraid you'd find yourself in. Yeah, yeah. Um, in my car, uh, the, the the vehicle that I drive uh, has no rear windows in it. So I I cannot see who's behind me. What are you driving a bakery van or what? No, no, no I have that little that little uh, sit, uh, what is it City Express van. Okay, so, I know. And, okay, and okay. so I I have I would have no idea uh, who I'm who's behind who's you who's behind okay. me and how much I'd be paying I'd be into. Yeah, yeah. Well, I to to me it's just it's one of those things where I, I, it's 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 a great idea. Yeah. But you could really find yourself in a screwy situation. Oh yes, you could very easily, and I'm I'm, I'm not against it, folks. Don't uh, don't. Oh, you're a cheapskate like no, me. Just admit it. No, I'm not a terrible cheapskate, but you know, because <laughs> I I do give money to charities and stuff like that. But right, you know. Well, I uh, I've only done it a few times. Like I said, if it's a, if it's a police officer behind me or somebody I might know or a cute girl. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I would do that, but I don't like, uh, I don't like the pressure. I don't like uh, people saying, "Hey, the person has uh, paid in front in front of you has paid for you," and right. then you have to ask the question, like, "Well, how long has it been going on?" Because the reason I bring it up because it happened today, but last week I had a story that I never got to. Where is it? It was uh, someplace, someplace in Florida, I think. Where it ha- Oh, here it is. Yeah. So, yeah, this happened in Florida. Over 100 com- customers over a several-hour period kept that chain going. Oh, wow. I want to be the guy who breaks that chain. <laughs> I want to be the one. Curmudgeon. I am the curmudgeon. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, I pulled a picture off of your Facebook page. Oh, that's all right. And uh, I did put together one of those reface videos. 
of you and me on the uh, putting our faces on some sort of other crazy video and we're singing a song. Oh, dear. I sent you a link, and it's also on my uh, Facebook page if you uh, want to check it out, all right? I'll check it out. Yeah, that's a snazzy jacket you're wearing in that uh, in that video, Jason. <laughs> Let me tell you. We think you're awesome. My husband and I listen to you. Get the biggest laugh. Thank you so much. More of The Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. Could this day get any more fantastic? Let's get on with it. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 9. Tomorrow night on the show, it's a musical extravaganza. Jason and I are going to be DJing and taking your requests. Songs about girls. Girl's name has to be in the title. Just something to do fun on a Friday night. Everybody's been stressed out. Everything that's going on in the world. Just need to blow off some steam and we'll play some good old rock and roll and whatever you want to hear. As long as it's got a girl's name. (laughs) <laughs> Four five seven twelve ninety. I just got this uh, news alert on my WHIO app, and this is kind of sad. Uh, Joanne Bird Rogers, the widow of beloved children's television host Fred Rogers, died today. She was ninety-two years old. And uh, man, I grew up with Mister Rogers. I was a Mister Rogers kid. I love Mister Rogers more than I did Sesame Street. For me, it was uh, it was Mr. Rogers, The Electric Company, and then Sesame Street. That was my order of preference. I never got into the three two one contact. Do you remember that show? Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Rogers was ninety two. Uh, she earned her master's degree for the piano at Florida State University in nineteen fifty two. Uh, she met Fred McFeely Rogers uh, when both were attending Rollins College in uh, the Orlando suburb of Winter Park. So there you go. Sad news. Mrs. Rogers has passed away, but she's now back with her Fred. So I bet she's happy and he's happy. Uh, 457-1290, Oakley in Dayton. What's going on, Oakley? Well, where's Oakley? It's not working. Hang on, Oakley. This is my bad, my fault. Something's screwy again. Crying out loud. They could get somebody who could operate this equipment. That would be grand. Oh, still not working. All right. Well, there you go. Things are... uh, Can you... Hey, would you bring... Bring up Oakley for me. Can you bring Oakley up? I'm having problems with the computer in here. Live radio, folks. It's the way it works. Oakley, are you there? Oakley? <laughs> Oakley, is, is Oakley there? Oakley is not there. dum de dum de dum Nope. Okay. Well, I'm just going to close out and maybe start again, okay? Let's try this one more time. I apologize, uh, folks. We're having some technical issues here. Yep, it's not letting me open it up, so... How about now? Nope, still nothing. All right, well, we'll go on to something else since I can't take any calls. Uh, I've got this uh, survey from Canine Cottages. I've never heard of that. Is that like a, I wonder if that's like a, uh, a dog, like a dog hotel. Or, a, you know, what are those called? Uh, kennels? Yeah. Uh, it says... The top dog breeds that get women the most dates. Now, you hear this all the time where people might be uh, single and they want to take their friend's dog to the dog park because they're thinking they might meet a single guy there. You know, if it's a lady or even a guy, whatever. We're progressive on this show. I don't care. But uh, the top 10 dogs that get women the most dates... Uh, Number 10 is the Shih Tzu. Uh, Number 9, the French Bulldog. 
Number eight, the Labrador. Uh, number seven, the Cocker Spaniel. Number six, German Shepherd. That's intimidating. I, I'd be honest with you. I, if I were a guy and I was single and I was out walking my dog and I saw a single lady or what I thought might be a single lady with her German Shepherd, I would feel uh, very hesitant about pr- approaching her. Uh, Jack Russell is uh, number five. Number four, a cockapoo. Number three, a mixed breed. Is that a mutt? I guess that's a mutt. Uh, Number two, a chihuahua. Aren't those the yappy dogs? They're really loud. I don't know that I would want to date somebody with a chihuahua. I would not want to hear that every single time I went to their house or their apartment. The chihuahuas are very loud and annoying. And uh, the number one, a Staffordshire Bull, Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Now, conversely, uh, dog breeds that get men the most dates. So, guys, if you're out there and you're single and you're looking to uh, maybe meet somebody at the dog park, but you don't have a dog, find a friend who has uh, one of these. Uh, number 10, and the money, many of them are, are, are the same dogs that were on the woman's list, but uh, just in a different order. Uh, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, number 10. Cocker Spaniels, number 9. Shih Tzu's, number 8. Chihuahua's, number 7. French Bulldog, number 6. German Shepherd, number 5. A mixed breed is number 4. Labrador, number 3. Cockapoo, number 2. And a Jack Russell is number 1. So there you go. Uh, that's uh, from uh, Canine Cottages. If you're interested in maybe uh, borrowing somebody's dog and taking them to a uh, dog park to try to hook up. It's better than Tinder, I bet. Uh, speaking of uh, dogs, I saw this story today, and I posted a video of it on my uh, Facebook page. It's pretty cool. It's this guy in uh, Ontario, Canada. He owns an eight-year-old husky, and he taught the dog to fetch him beers. So apparently this, uh, this, uh, this husky, and I don't know how long it took. Oh, it says here uh, three months. It took him three months to, trade, to train his dog, Warwick. <laughs> That's a cool name. Uh, to fetch beer. And you see the video. I mean, he goes right to the door. He opens it up. He gets the beer, takes it back to its master. Uh, His owner says that uh, at first he would bring him bags of cheese. And after some trial and error, he's got it down and knows what to go for (laughs) to get the beer. Uh, I tried to see what tricks I could teach him and realized that it was a handy one. But it's also just a fun party trick. Well, sure. And I'll tell you what, you take a dog like that to the park, that'll get you some dates. Girls, women love dogs that know tricks. I don't know that uh, that Luna or Lily are uh, our two uh, ding-dong dogs um, would be able to do that. I think they're too small. Their mouths are too small. I don't think they would be able to handle beer. A beer can. Maybe a beer bottle. But usually we drink out of beer cans when we drink. Maybe we'll have to start with bottles. Uh, Luna would never do that. She's the uh, multi-poo. But uh, Lily, the uh, Bichon Shih Tzu mix, uh, I think she would do it because she puts everything in her mouth. I think we, we think she has pica. She'll just pick up anything. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. She will eat it. Even her own poop. Drives me nuts. Happened a few times over Christmas. One day, I, I came out of my studio right under the Christmas tree. There you go. Merry Christmas, Mom and Dad. Ugh. Uh, we have a Dumb Ways to Die. Dumb Ways to Die. So many dumb ways to die. Dumb Ways to Die. So many dumb, so many. Well, it appears now that maybe my uh, computer in here is working for phones. So if you want to try calling back, if you wanted to get on the air, 
Give Kevin, my producer, a call, and we'll try to get you on. I don't know what the problem was, but it seems to be working now. We'll discuss it later in the post-show meeting. Uh, Dumb ways to die. I mention this uh, with this feature. I mention this every time because uh, we're not making fun of these people who have lost their lives. Uh, Many of these people have done things that they put themselves in risk. And I share this as just a cautionary tale for you as you're going out about life out there in the wild. Uh, you don't make the same mistakes as these people. Uh, a woman died, and we get these all the time. A woman died after she fell into a river while apparently taking selfies near a popular waterfall in India, reports say. The woman and her friends were at a well-known picnicking spot on January 3rd when she started taking pictures and uh, selfies on a a ravine of rocks along a fast-moving stream with a heavy current. Now, I saw video of this, and it's not just like some little easy stream. It looks like a giant river, like a whitewater river, and you could just walk right up to it which uh, was kind of shocking to me that they would let people get that close to those types of rapids. I mean, it looked like something you would see in Colorado. Now, I know you could go up to the river in Colorado, but you know my point. It's like if it's it's a picnic area. I don't know that you'd put a picnic area right by, uh, you know, a, a racing river of, uh, you know, uh, white water that could kill you. Uh, video of the incident, and this guy, I bet, feels like a real schmuck. Uh, a video of the incident shows a male friend moving behind the woman and tripping as she snapped pictures, causing her to lose her balance and tumble into the water. Uh, the woman's family and the fire department searched the waters for 22 hours before finding her body in a stone cavity in a deep section of the river about a quarter of a mile from where she fell. I mean, that is just, that's a horrible way to die. But that's a dumb way to die, to get that close. And we we get these, these stories every month or so of somebody trying to take selfies. That never happened before. So that's uh, it's unfortunate. So if you're out there, be careful where you take your selfie. We have one story where somebody tried to take a picture from a tree that was on the other side of a fenced-off area over a canyon. <laughs> and this idiot climbed the tree to try to get a picture, I guess a selfie, Or maybe it was a picture of his friend, or I don't know. But on the tree, it broke. The limb broke. He fell like 500 feet. Unbelievable. Uh, Mark in Springboro. Are you there, Mark? Yes, I am. Oh, amen. The phones are working. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. What's going on, Mark? How are you tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to... uh, Touch on something. You were talking about drive-thrus. I own a drive-thru in uh, Trenton, and it's it's not a food drive-thru. It's beer, cigarettes, whatever. Oh, right, and right. Interesting happened. A lady wins $100 on a scratch-off ticket and gives me $10 and says, anybody that buys scratch-offs, give them an extra dollar ticket. Well, this has been going on for months now. And everybody's been paying it forward. And you hear wonderful stories. I won 50. I won 20. Oh. I didn't win anything, but I took care of something else. So I I, I just want to share that with you. But that's it, a great it, idea. That's a great idea. You aren't feeling pressure to buy the persons behind you uh, their beer or cigarettes. It's like, here's an extra 10. If somebody and, needs it or what's that, you know, give them an extra shot. I think that's cool. So I just want to, and it's been going on for months, and everybody that wins, Leaves a couple bucks, and I give a dollar ticket to everybody else in it. It was really nice. About three days ago, uh, a lady comes in. She, I know her very well. She recently lost her, hun- her, her, her husband. Mm-hmm. I give her a dollar ticket, and she won $100. Oh, wow. She started, she started crying because Aww. her taxes were due, 
and and it was just it was a wonderful thing. Yeah, so I think it's a great idea, but I certainly don't want anybody to feel pressured to buy uh, their whole bill. That's a good. I think that's that is a great example of how the uh, paying it forward is very very helpful. You know, it it's, it's it's very helpful and 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 thoughtful. Uh, more so than like a, a coffee or a bag of burgers. You know? I, Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. All right, Mike, I appreciate your call. Call anytime. Thanks for calling Thank tonight. Thank you. Have a good evening. You too. I love listening to you. You're a breath of fresh air. More of the Evening Edge coming up with me, Todd. Call me at 457-1290 here on WHIO. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Hey, Tyler, get on the mic there. One of our other producers, Tyler, just came in. What up? You, uh, you've got a, you've got a pretty solid beard there. What was that? You got a pretty solid beard there. I'm wondering, would you be interested in the monkey tail beard? I'm did, gonna be real with you. Did Kevin? Did Kevin show you the picture? Yeah, I, that's gonna be a no for me. Come on! I mean, you know, if someone gave me a little money, I might. How much? You know, I am in a pickle. I'd probably do it for a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd probably do it for a hundred bucks. Hmm. I mean, we work in radio, so no one's ever gonna see my face. That's so. that ex- That's true. That is true. That is true. Well, let me think about it. Let me think about. It. Let me look at the budget. Oh, okay. hundred bucks. You would do the monkey tail beard. Yep. Now you're not gonna go back on your agreement, are you? Nah. Hmm. I'd have let it grow out a little longer, but maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Give it some more time. We get the next stimulus package. I'll throw you a hundred bucks. <laughs> okay. And you can uh, you can grow the monkey tail beard. Okay. Yeah, let's think. Let's let's talk about this. Kevin wasn't willing to do it, the big baby, but he's got a mohawk, so I don't know why you would be opposed to wearing a monkey tail beard. You got a mohawk; that would be perfect together. Who knows? The mohawk and the monkey tail beard. All right, we'll be back tomorrow night, beginning at six thirty. Jason and I are playing DJ tomorrow night. We'll be taking your requests, songs about girls, tomorrow night here on WHIO. Show's over, folks. Thanks for coming. Good show, old man. Bravo. That was wonderful. Game over, man. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.